we've got Quinton Fredericks here as a guest. It's someone we formerly used to work with. Yeah. Um, it's very exciting to have you here, man. How's it going? Yeah, really, really good. Really good. Good to have you, Quinton. Can you, how would you introduce yourself to someone who doesn't know who you are? Okay, I'm Quinton Fredericks. Um, I've been in Australia 40 years, born in South Africa. Yeah. Have a lot of life experiences. Like to give advice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I like to listen to my own advice, which is quite funny. (laughs) (laughs) And I know a bit of a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but I'm not an expert at anything. Mm -hmm. I've been in customer service for a hell of a long time and as service manager, as complaints officers and stuff like that. So I've been in it for about 40 odd, 50 years, Mm. customer service. So Why customer service? Hold on, guys. Sorry, Quentin. Can you just keep it uh, just a fist away? See, because it's to us, it's gonna sound okay. It sounds okay, but when, when but people when, listen to it, when, yeah, and it's gonna be like way down. Now it's much better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it much better? Much better now. It even yeah. sounds better. It's fair to say this is your first podcast. It definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to podcasts much, Quentin? Not much, but I have listened to you guys. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We appreciate that. Thank you. Because yep. I, I do have some questions for you too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, That's going to be good. good. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. So, yes, you were introducing yourself. Yep. Um, I like to talk. I like to give young people advice. Mm. Um, I like to mention life's journeys, life's obstacles, life's outcomes. And if I can have one person in this world... I'm a happy man. Mm. That's that's a good view to have, man. Okay, so what is that? Like, I think you're very excited, and you've got you've got notes as well. This is the first time a guest has had a notes, <laughs> like a notebook of notes uh, to bring on the podcast. So, wh- what's this about, Quentin? I'm very excited now. Firstly, yeah, you guys are doing an amazing job. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it takes money, it takes yeah. time, and you've made a commitment to stick with it. Mm-hmm. You've got your day jobs mm. and we all need money for mm-hmm. various reasons. But the passion is obviously there. Mm. The passion is definitely there. I can see that. Mm. So well done and congratulations for sticking it out. Thank you. And Thank you. The end game could be anything, mm. but at least you've taken the plunge. Mm. And that's not what a lot of people can say. Which is the most important thing is taking the first leap of faith is that if you don't do that, then you people, I think people dwell and sit on ideas for a very long time and they just let it cook and marinate. And if you do that, you're, you're not making any progress. You might as well just dive in, stumble upon something. Uh, and I think the best line that sticks in my head is a bad plan is still better than no plan. Mm. Exactly. Right. Now come down to mm. Game of Life. What an interesting name to call your show. <laughs> yeah, Game of Life. Do you know how we can't, uh, came up with this, Quentin? No, but I can tell you what <laughs> I think when I, when yeah. I listen to Game okay, of Life. Okay, tell us how, what do you think about us and then I will tell you. So when a Game of Life, I envisage this jungle with all these obstacles in the way, mm-hmm. life's obstacles, and I've, I've took some notes, by the way. So we've got some physical obstacles, we've got yeah. some mental obstacles, mm-hmm. we've got some spiritual obstacles, all these things mm-hmm. in the way. And your journey is going through them mm. and either going with the flow or making a plan. Yeah. yeah. So what's your game of life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, I, you know, it's essentially when we initially started, I wanted to ask my guests this, that what is your game of, you know, what's game of life? What's your game of life plan? What's your plan? And... I think it's it's a very sort of a way question if I have to answer what's my game of life. I'd say my game of life is that I'm very young and I have a very limited um, 
I have a very limited knowledge about most things. Given that I'm young, I like to learn. So reason that all these people we've had on before this, I don't think in my normal social life I would have been able to beat them. And I have been very fortunate and given this opportunity to talk to them at, for an hour of their time. And they've been kind enough to come here and talk to me is one of the greatest opportunities a young person can have because you can talk to them, you can ask questions and you, you can learn from them. And that doesn't happen very often. You can listen to YouTube videos and you can, that, you can do that, but you can just have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And I think my game of, uh, game of life for me is just to you know, learn and just keep growing as an individual. To be in the moment. To be in the as moment, well. yeah. yeah. Dan, what about you? Well, it's, there's been lots of stops and starts in my life. I mean, career-wise, I mean, it feels like you're going one way and then life sort of steers you in a different direction. I've got writing, which I'm passionate about, but I've never been able to put that to a proper sort of, um, you know, I've, ne I've never been able to put that to a any sort of, I'm trying to I'm trying to struggle for the words. Monetize, it's just monetize yeah, it? it's to, to monetize it to to yeah. try and make it bigger than what it is. It's and this sort of came along with Harmon, mm. and it was an opportunity to sort of just take the plunge with someone else because it's hard to do it on your own. So my I guess game of life is to sort of take more more risks, mm. more plunges, and just learn from people like yourself and see what they what see what mistakes they've made see what they've had to overcome to get where they are to hopefully you know learn something and put it to the test and how, how do i take this podcast to the next level? next level how do i take my writing to the next level it's something i've never been able to figure out and i'm only 32 it yeah. doesn't seem old but it seems old. It seems old to me, whereas people that we've had on who are in their forties say, "Oh, you're yeah. still pretty young." Yeah. But it's yeah, life life is a challenge. It's how do I get to the next stage of where I want to be? And it feels like I reach all these dead ends, and I don't have the answers. But maybe people who we bring on here do have some answers. Okay, I'll, I'll talk a bit about game of life in general, mm. not necessarily my life, but just what I believe. So I'm quite focused on making people look at their lives, mm. at least look at it, and sometimes plan ahead. Mm -hmm. So, Like in a self-reflective way? Yeah. In a self-reflective way. So one of the things I see, when you're born, mm -hmm. your first challenge is obviously getting out into the world. Mm -hmm. Then you've got your parents. Yeah. When I say parents, it could be parent, guardian. We're talking about male, female, so no gender mm. um, relative, but just your parents or guardian. Mm. So that's your first challenge in life. They have their own views. They have their own guidance. They have mm. their own values. They have their own behaviours and personalities. Mm. So automatically, as a young kid, you tend to follow them. Yeah. So if they're really high achieving or they're really low achieving or they're drug addicts or they're alcoholics or they the average person who works and aim to, to thrive to look after their family, that's the first guide and the first challenge you have in your life. Mm. Then you follow that guide and you get to your teens. And in your teens, you tend to do a lot of weird things. Mm. No, you don't think about the consequences. You don't think about a lot of stuff. So you make decisions that's based on reaction, mm. friends, mm. peer mm. pressure, things mm. like that. So the next stage of your life, it's where you 
teen to adult. And that's the important part of, I suppose, game of life. So in game of life, all the way through, we can lose at any time. Mm. We pick people up along the way. We pick up families along the way. We pick up friends along the way. And they move off on their own journeys. Mm -hmm. So this is where you become an adult and you start making decisions for yourself. Mm. Wouldn't it be fantastic if we had some kind of guidance, not, not necessarily your parents saying, I do A, B, and C, but just some general life experience mm -hmm. guidance. Mm. Someone who says, hey, you're at that age now, we can look into the future. On average, a man lives to 87, a woman lives to 92 in mm. Australia. So you've got, let's say, 12, 13, 14, 17, you've got quite a few years to semi-plan ahead. Mm. Wouldn't it be fantastic if you start looking at that as a vision for yourself? Mm. You don't have to know exactly what you want to do. But in Game of Life, and I envision this jungle where you go, you've got no idea where you're going. You're just going with the flow. Imagine at some stage in your life, you start looking ahead mm. and you say, wow, so if I'm going to live, I'm a male, I'm going to live to 87 on average. Yep, I might die along the way, I might get injured, but I'm going to have to deal with that. Mm. If I've got 80 years to go or 60 years to go, what can I do in that? Do I want to do anything? Do mm. I just want to sit for the next 30 years and do nothing? Mm -hmm. And then you start putting your life into perspective. You start looking at, can I do something different? Because I'm now 20. Mm. Tomorrow I'm 30. The next day I'm 50. Life goes by very fast. So I look back at my life. I was 17 and I was yeah. young and carefree and doing a hell of a lot of stuff I shouldn't yeah. have done. If my kids had done half of what I had done then, they would have been locked up in my house, in their bedroom yeah. for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm 60-odd. Mm. So I look at life and I say, wow, if only someone had told me, here's the path that you want to just look to the future. Maybe make a little bit of plans, mm -hmm. not too detailed plans, but start planning. Start thinking about your finances. Start mm -hmm. thinking about not necessarily what you want to do, but what you need to do in your life to satisfy. Mm. Think a little about what success means to you. If it's relationship, if it's seeing your family's really poor and you want to make a difference, mm. seeing the behaviors, the personalities, your parents arguing all the time, mm -hmm. you want to make sure your life's different. Mm. We have so many tools today that can help you get to wherever you want to be. But just imagine mm. at a young age, you're already starting to plan. There's a lot of kids like that. Yeah. Like well, my parent was a plumber. I'm going to be a plumber. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's an odd thing because you have a tendency to fall into certain trappings when you're making career decisions as well. Like what, what you sort of, you were talking there about your, you know, falling into your parents' shadow in, in, in a way when, when you're in your teens. But I think you can also do that in jobs as well you find a job that's safe then you want to stay in that job even though it's not necessarily the best for your future so it's hard to break out of those trappings as well could you call that entrapment of life yeah exactly you're, yeah you're dependent on your finances. yeah exactly it's finance finance is a big thing like yeah. well i need something to feed my passion for sure so how, how do i break out of this career or this job that i've chosen because it's safe how do i break out of that to to feed my ambition to feed my passion so your lives is a good example of that mm. so you've got a job yes got everything job and yeah. you've got some finances coming. yes yeah yep it's not a passionate job it's not your passion no however you do have your passion on the side and you've got a side gig mm. you can focus and, and you're doing yeah. it and there's so many people who, who should do it 
you're focusing on your side gig. What comes out of it is dependent on you and the universe. Mm. It's not always dependent on you. You can put in as much effort in as you can. Sometimes you need a bit of luck. Sometimes you need a bit of something else. And that something else can come anytime. Mm. But the good thing is you've taken that plunge. Yeah. You're now starting to look at the difference. This might lead to something totally different. Mm. But you'll find that at least you're giving it a go. And that would only happen when you're in it. So you have to be in it to Correct. win yeah. it, right? Yes. You have to be fully immersive yeah. as well. Well, not fully immersive. That's a further step. So what I, my point being is that if what Quinton said, that universe or getting lucky, that would only happen when you're actually doing something. You've taken at least that one first step. Mm. If you're sitting on your couch and complaining about how shit your day mm. was, then that's not going to happen. No one's going to come knocking at your door and say, first I've got step an opportunity to, yeah. for you. The first step is to first be step. proactive. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So I'll, I'll give you a scenario. Mm. So just imagine you did have a plan. You, you're 20-odd, you're 30, mm. and you think, okay, I've got some writing skills. I've got some other skills. I would like to do something. Write it down. Mm. Write down something. Just say, where do I want to be? Yeah. So, oh, okay, I would like to be able to write a book, mm. write a play. I'd like to be able to interview, pick anyone. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but if you've got an aim or a goal and you write it down, mm. it's amazing how your mind will create that opportunity for you. Mm. So we have opportunities around us all the time. We walk around, there's opportunities everywhere. We're just not looking at the right spots or our minds are not open to it. Mm. It's amazing. If you know I'm going to reach 87, I'm going to be the best writer in the world, your mind looks at it and says, okay, mm. I accept that. Mm. So for me to be the best writer, what am, this is all subconscious. What, am mm. I, what do I need? So you're walking down the street and you see a notice. Mm. Oh, that rings a bell. I'll pop in there and see. You see a phone number that relates to a book that you once read. Mm. I'll call that number. And from that, your life will just change because your mind and your subconsciousness is powerful enough to create your dreams for you. Mm. But you must be open. What would you say to someone who doesn't even know he has a passion or what his passion is, who doesn't know anything, doesn't know where he wants to go, doesn't know what his passion is, is just doing whatever his parents, peer or the universe have just, you know, just let him onto what he's doing right now. What would you say to that person? So I would say you're going with the flow of life. Mm. Your game of life is the flow of the river, mm. and that's fine. Mm. If that's what you want to do and this is where you th see yourself, that's okay. No, no, that's what I'm saying. He sees himself. He said does, he doesn't know what he's what, yep. what he wants to do. I'm coming to oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's for that person. But if you're not sure, but you feel this is not all, I want to be something different, I want to do something different, you have to start somewhere. My, my idea is write down, get a journal. Mm. Write down a few things. Write down what you're passionate about. Even if it's school, pick six subjects. Oh, I'm really good at physics. I'm really good at math. Or I'm not good at physics and math, but I'm really good at physical education. I'm good at talking to people. Write it down. From that, you can link. Okay, let's say you, you put in there, I like helping people. So today you write that down. Oh, that's a, oh, I really do like helping people. Tomorrow you come back to the your, your journal and you say, how do I like helping people? Mm. Oh, I like helping people that's in difficulty. I like helping people who's mm. struggling with money. Okay, if that's the case, what do I need to help people with money? Oh, I mm. might have to get an education in finance. I might learn a bit about the psychology of money, psychology mm. of humans, psychology mm -hmm. of teens. Once I do some homework on that, 
I'll take it to the next level. Okay, from that, oh, I need to be good at math. Oh, okay, maybe I'm not good at math, I'll leave that. Mm. I might look at a different passion. Or, oh, with finances, that's fine. What do I need to learn? Google is amazing. Mm. The internet's amazing. You can learn almost anything. Once you start finding your passion, it could be six different directions, but you'll find, if you think about it, you'll get that direction. You'll get that indication of where you want to go. Mm. Once you start on it, don't stop. Your journal is there. Write these things down. When you set some goals for yourself, you will achieve it. But you have to write it down and believe in it. Mm. And you'll see very quickly that one side gig will lead to something that you're really, really passionate about. And before you know it, your life's journey, your game of life is going down a path that is so amazing. And we're not talking about money. We're not talking about, we're talking about success for yourself. We're talking about mm. achieving goals that you set for yourself, that internal satisfaction. If you happen to have a partner with you, mm. That's where you need to communicate. Talk about your goals. Mm. Talk about what you want. Imagine the two of you and your whole family on the journey of what I call success. You're not going with the flow. Mm. You're making your own plans. That doesn't yeah. mean you control everything. Mm. But you just create so many opportunities for yourself. Mm. Uh, do you know what I think? I think I was talking to my younger cousin the other day and I was telling him that I think one thing that you need to implement in your life is exercise. I think that's very big for me. Like if you don't do hard work, don't do exercise, then you're going to realize that you get anxious and you get crumbled under pressure, whatever the situation is. And second thing is that he said, I get easily distracted whenever I'm doing something that's good for me, be, be it writing journal or going to gym, I get distracted. There's so many distractions out there. What would you say to that? Sometimes people don't know it, but they're scared to be successful. Yes, they're mm -hmm. scared of yes, they're yes, scared yeah. of rejection. They're mm -hmm. scared of failure. Mm -hmm. So, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I could be really good at this, mm. but I'll make an excuse not to pursue it. Mm. I'll make an excuse not to get up in the morning yeah. and actually mm. go to the gym. I'll make an excuse not to write in my journal. Mm. If we can just overcome that and do what you guys do and just take that plunge and stick with it just mm. for a little bit. And don't think of money. Mm. When you start thinking of money, mm. I think that changes the direction of where you're going. Mm. Think of satisfaction, self-satisfaction, helping me in my game of life to get to a point where I'm going to be happy. Mm. And this might not be the end goal, but I need to take a plan sometimes and give it a go. Mm. Okay. That's... <laughs> It's deep. That's deep. Yeah, I'm. I'm just <laughs> thinking that it's it, it, in everyday life. It's it gets hard. It gets hard. That what you're saying is you're right. That but kids, and I'm talking about also myself. That you need that voice all the time in your head. You don't have that. Listening to this for about thirty minutes or an hour is like f putting a fresh paint on like dead wood. It's just for mm. one second. It, yeah. it wears off very quickly. You need that constant, you know, uh, reinforcement. How how does how does one do that? Extremely hard. It's, yeah. It is extremely mm -hmm. hard. We don't have the right support for ourselves. Mm. One way of doing it is catching up with family or friends that's positive about your life, who's got experience. Talk mm. to your grandparents. Mm. Talk to yeah. older people. Get the like we talk to older people in Australia. They all tell the same thing. I should have bought those properties yeah. years mm. ago. I yeah, paid a thousand dollars. I could have got mm. the whole block. Mm -hmm. You know, so listen, talk, um, 
you need some positivity. You need to be able to win it down a bit, be able to lift your head up and just get up. Mm. But you need support around you. Our parents, our guidelines and our gifts are maybe not the best thing sometimes for our kids. Mm. We have our own issues. We have our own problems. Mm. We have our own mental blocks. It's a pity we don't have education on finances, about Mm. dreaming, about careers. They talk about a career course. We're talking about making people look at life Mm. and then choose careers, not choose a career for life. Mm. You know, look at your life, look at what's the possibilities. If your teacher's saying, oh, you're good at maths, do you get a degree in this? Mm -hmm. Oh, and open up your eyes first and see where you are. If you're too young to make that decision, then look at stuff in general. Mm. If you've got a a semi-path, go down there for a while, but have an open mind. Uh, I know I come back to the internet, but there's enough guidance for us to know that we can learn to be different. Mm. So Mm. our parents put the values in us, the environment puts these values in us. We can change. We've got Mm. enough tools there to change. With AI at the moment, that's even a bigger change. So Mm. the world is changing so much, but we're moving with technology, but we're not moving Mm. with our mindsets. Mm. We're not moving with what's good for us. So you're talking about the parents giving us guidance. We don't have a lot of parents doing that. They do give you guidance in what they believe is the best. Yeah, because they know so much and they've been taught so much and they've seen so much with what time's changing and how things are changing. I think there comes a time that they only know so much as they Mm. know and then you have to just, you're by by yourself. And I think as a kid or as a guy or as a man, you need that moment as well. You need to walk out of that shadow. You need to walk out of and start your own part of your life and be like, okay, now I need to make my own decisions. And I've seen my friends and some friends who've done that successfully and who haven't, um, who are still under that shadow of their parents and still... And I I sort of feel bad for them. I'm not openly vocal about that. I realize it. I don't say it. I don't think it's, you know, I should, prob- probably should tell them. But um, I've seen that they're still under the shadow and I don't think they're making the right decisions. Would you agree? Completely agree. Mm. And we don't know what we don't know. Mm. That's one of the issues there. So how do we start creating an environment where we look outside of the square? I don't know. Mm. It's too hard. In our schools... That's where it should start. Mm. Can it happen? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think we're very focused on a particular direction. If there's a change, there's always reasons why we shouldn't change. Mm. But we 100% must change. We have to change what we, the way we look at our lives, what we learn, what we actually genuinely learn for life. And, and I think the game of life is a really good title Maybe as an incentive to start looking around, mm. start helping some young people, start talking about your finances. When you're working, put some money away, son or friend. Mm. Even if it's $5, but once you get 1000 in the bank, you'll start to think differently. Yeah. You might put a little bit into shares. And once you put one into share and you do successful, you might think, oh, like, okay, there's some other, you know, all those small things. But we need some guidance in some form, and I just don't know where the answers are then. And do you think we move too quickly through life and don't really take the time to slow down and actually have the focus on some sort of foresight for the uh, future? People of today, mm. if, you, if you just have a look around and walk, they're on their phones with their head mm-hmm. downs all the time. Yeah. Mm. But it's not just your head down on the phone, it's your head down mm. to life. Mm. Lift up your heads and look around you. Yeah. 
you know, look at the light and I think we too often get caught caught up in in that 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 screen. You know, it's 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 hard to break out of that. And that phone is also, I would say, and I think we're, I'm I'm guilty of that too sometimes. But I think that phone's also um, a reason that people um, get caught into flex culture, and that leads them to make poor financial decisions saying that having a you know like a fancy car or a fancy watch or fancy clothes or spending you know and people don't realize how amazing credit cards are but they also don't realize that how bad they are for yeah. some people mm. if you use credit cards wisely there's such an amazing uh, thing that you can build your credit score you can you know you can buy stuff and you have time to pay it off and then you can cycle it get points or whatever it is so I think that I think there needs to be more education in that area, actually, because people who some people get credit cards think they have all the money in the world, but they don't yes. realize they have to pay it back <laughs> later on. Yeah, that's why I don't want to get one because I won't trust myself at all with one. So how does one set get set up for the future that's coming on? And what have you done in your life that you know that helps you get on a stable platform financially? So the first thing is I do set goals. Mm. So mm. my first goal in life was to get a job that enabled my wife to stay home with the kids. Mm. That was the first goal I had in my head. Mm. My second goal was to be able and I achieved that. Mm. Well, that was hard. Mm. But we looked at all the options. We looked at how to manage our money. Mm. So it was a matter of income coming in, not income going straight out, but these are the expenses we have. How much does it cost? What do you have left over? I'm sorry, can I stop you? Yep. Um why, why, what was your reason for that, your what misses to stay home with the kids? Um, I think that's a very worth ex- exploring. Yep. So this is, again, cultural and mm. your behavior, mm. parents' behavior coming yeah. in. Mm-hmm. I felt at the time that it would benefit my kids if yes. my wife was there. Yeah. She could drop them at school, mm. be available, not for them to be on their own. Mm. So I decided, both of us decided, I shouldn't say I decided, yeah. both of us decided, mm. that's a good aim. We're going to aim for that. Mm. We when once we achieved that, my next aim was if I can get a job with a car, mm. that would be fantastic. Yeah. Mm. So after a few years, I achieved that. Mm. My next aim was, you know, I'm, I'm in this role. I would like to change the direction of where we're going. So I've set a goal mm. for myself. It took me 15 years to get to that goal. Wow. But I changed Tulsa's complaints process. Mm-hmm. I changed the way they dealt with complaints in Tulsa. Mm. I got to the position of I think customer relations manager. Raised me high level, but what I put in place was exactly what I planned so many years ago, and it's again setting goals. Hmm. In that time, the other goal I said was I would love to have a property near the ocean, and I could smell mm. the I can smell the the seawater mm-hmm. and hear the waves. Mm-hmm. I wrote that one down, left it at my desk. I achieved it. It took mm. me a while, but I achieved it. But that was because I set myself some goals. But I needed to look at it all the time. I had to visualize it. I had to feel it. I had to smell it. Hmm. It's sort of like pit there. stop goals along the way to Correct. achieve. So to sort yes. of keep you going through the sort of slog. I said, was it a slog to get through all that? It, it was. Life's journey was quite tough. Hmm. You know, there was financial issues. There was mental issues. Hmm. There was parental issues. You know, all these things. But I had something to look at. Hmm. And I think it's important for us to have something ahead of us. Some sort of mini goal on the way to, yeah. okay, well, I've got to this point. Now how do I get to another point? It's just sort yeah. of mini 
pit stop Many goals. Yeah. To where you want to be. And, yeah. and you can say, I want to be successful and happy. Mm. So what does success mm. mean for you? I want a little bit of money or I want a lot of money. So no, it's, it doesn't have to be overachiever type exactly. goals either. It can just be small, little small exactly. ones, some medium-sized ones, some bigger ones as well, yeah. We tend to focus a lot on money mm. because of the internet, because of the movies and the shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Sometimes yeah. I think maybe focus on happiness and success. And if the money comes with it, so be it. Mm. There's so many very, very happy people who's poor and there's so many extremely rich people who are so unhappy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's, from young, pick a, pick a medium. That, mm. hey, if I'm rich, that's fine, but my aim is not to be rich. My aim is to be happy, mm-hmm. successful, my family around me. Just imagine if my family is happy and successful, how the influence is on the world. We influence our neighbours, our friends. They become happy, successful. Mm. We help each other move along. The world can slowly become different. Mm. And when you become successful, you're not becoming successful for yourself. You're becoming successful for people all around you. Mm. Then you can be the person who helps them. Imagine if you didn't do that, how less this world would have been without you doing it. And if you step up and take the responsibility of being someone and, you know, having a decent financial or being successful, let's, you know, put put that in. And I think you help people around you and life in this world is so much better now. Mm. Um, True. I'll, I'll give you a good example. Um, we were in a new estate in Roval. Yeah. Um, it was quite new. There was no footy club. There was a footy club, but it, was, it didn't suit the kids. Mm. There was no cricket. There was a cricket club, but not they needed people. We decided as parents to create a footy club. Mm. Wow! And we done mm. it. Um, what did I know about footy? Nothing. Mm. <laughs> At the same time, there was a cricket club, and there was no coaches. Mm. I didn't play cricket because I got hit with the ball when I was young, and I was so scared of yeah. the hard ball. Yeah. But there was no fathers around to do it and I decided to become a coach and I read mm-hmm. and I'm very good at reading people yeah. and that was from so that was being under 12s onwards and my son was eight at the time and right up till he was 16 I coached the the teens and we were successful every year mm. not because of the game but how I dealt with people and how I dealt with the kids and their abilities and non-abilities and how to strengthen their their weaknesses mm. Yep. So let's let's let me explore a bit. You said you worked in Telstra and you changed the way they deal with customer complaints. How did you end up doing that? We we had a guy, um, Frank Blunt, coming from America, and mm. he took over Telstra, and mm. it was became private, uh, private, not privatized, it was government run, but it was mm. moving towards privatization. And he said, um, "If you got a complaint, you can call me." <laughs> and in Australia, everybody called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they had yeah. to set up a center to actually deal with the call. And mm-hmm. um, they asked staff if anyone was interested in working in this area to take some of the calls. Mm. My hand was up first. Mm-hmm. So I was dealing with complaints from people, from consumers directly. I'm going to speak to the CEO while they were talking to me. Mm. But what I did find was if you dealt with certain things a certain way and you got to the root cause of it, you could eliminate so much of mm. it. And we started focusing on getting to the root cause of it, getting the data together, analyzing the data. So it wasn't just me, it was quite a few, but my aim was always there. Mm. And we created a, um, we done a process improvement on complaints. And mm. we reduced one lot mm. of, at the time we were paying the ombudsman three, three point something million. And the aim was to reduce it by a million. Mm. 
I got to 975,000 the next year, reduction of fees, just by focusing on understanding people, understanding what's required, dealing with the root cause of things. Mm. And I put that through the company and through the, it was, it was unreal. Mm. I believe the ombudsman's cost now is well over 15 million. So at the time, I think I've done a very good job. That was a good <laughs> job. And I think it's true. Like if you understand uh, the root cause of a problem and if you as an individual it's it's a hard skill and i think sales did help me do that if you understand and if you have the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes and understand that what they're going through and how i would react to this then your mindset ha- you you have a completely different mindset like i know how to deal with this problem now because you understand that person so deeply mm. and you're like i know where i'm gonna take this and it, it works it does work and you're right man. one of the things in life i've had no matter who complains, there's some truth in what they're saying. Yeah. The mm-hmm. rest of it is either they made assumptions yeah. or the truth got bent or they're lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in a few cases, there's been a lot of lies, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of cases where they're so strong on their belief mm. on one part, but they start including all the incorrect parts that the story becomes dis- distorted. And it's about getting to mm. the right point, acknowledging some of it. And when you have to be firm on the stuff that you don't acknowledge, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in a, do it in a respectful way. Yeah, so that yeah. they the customer feels appreciated and valued. And listened to. And listened to, yes. Yeah. Most people, exactly. Yeah. People yeah. don't realize that, that everyone wants to be, everyone, no yeah. matter who mm. you are, wants yeah. to be listened to and want, they want to say a piece and they want to feel validated. Oh, this person did listen to me. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I think life is great. Yeah. I think your title is fantastic, Game of Life. And I just think, expanding it if you can have more people just talk positive about helping people and doing things and the comedians mm. are so good yeah they yeah they, they just bring a different vibe and we need yeah. that we need everything in our lives yeah yeah you need just before we continue on this has one of been the best yeah first 30 minutes of a podcast because we just spent 30 minutes just exploring the title of game of Life. yeah so good job man that's <laughs> awesome I'm, I'm actually very happy here <laughs> So we've had yeah, we've had lots of uh, Canadians on. Uh, yeah, but man, this has been this next level deep. Yeah, this yeah is deep good. stuff. Yeah. So what's what's next on your list, Quentin? <laughs> okay, let me have a quick look at the list. Yeah, I've spoke a bit about success, about taking the plunge, thinking about your life, um, and about going with the flow. I think we spoke about that. I spoke mm. about finances, especially the young. One area that it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I call assumptions a very interesting topic. Assumptions. Assumptions. Mm. So we live our life making assumptions about everything. Yeah. We never ever, yeah. I shouldn't say we never ever, we do check it. And sometimes when we check it, it's a totally different view on things. Mm. So your sister, your brother, your family, your friends, mm. you, go to, you go to some place. And I talk to Dan. Mm. And Dan ignores me. Mm. I say, hi, Dan. Mm. Dan just looks at me, but he's not seeing anything. I go around the corner and I say, oh, man, this, this guy's rude. I don't even like him. Mm. And he's supposed to be my best friend. Mm. Yeah. Now stuff him. Next yeah. time I see him, I'm not even going to greet him. Mm. I'm not even going to yeah. look at him. So next time I see him, that's what happens. We split up, we go all our different ways. On that, so we've just made an assumption that he ignored us and it was rude to us. Mm. Maybe 10 years later, yeah. you find out on that day, he had a personal tragedy. Yeah. He was thinking about mm. his family, he was thinking about his friend, he was thinking about his father, which you didn't know about. Mm. And yes, he's seen you, but he wasn't looking at you. He was thinking about his dad. Mm. 
his last moments with his dad. He was thinking about his mother. He was thinking about some of those issues. And he never saw you. Mm. Mm. And he wasn't when, even there physically. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and when he, he seen you the next day and you didn't mm. greet him and he, and he was thinking, he said, why? Okay, that's the way you want to be. Mm. No, and that's the way we are. We again go with the flow. Mm. If that's where you want to be, oh, that's fine. Yeah. I don't need you in my life. Mm. But imagine you could have made such a difference to each other. Mm. But you made an assumption based on what? Yes. On what you've seen. Mm. <sighs> and you should know by now that looking at someone and seeing things is not everything. Mm. It's about checking. So if it really upsets you that much and that friend is so close or the family mm. member or your brother mm. or your mother, mm. ask them. Yeah. So the next day, instead of ignoring... It's just taking, taking that time to actually connect Check. with someone. Hey, yeah, maybe they don't want to talk to me today, but maybe they'll talk to me tomorrow. And well, check. check. Yeah, just, just check, do yeah. a check. So one of the things I could have done the next day is, hey, Dan, yesterday I greeted you mm. and I felt I felt yeah. not so good when you just ignored me. Mm. And automatically you would have said, I'm really, really sorry. My brother, something happened or something happened in my mind and I'm really, really sorry. And automatically we'd understand. Mm. Totally different. Mm. It's just going, it's just taking that time to to check in with someone. Checking yes. on your assumptions yeah. that you make about people mm. and about circumstances. Yeah. It's not even about people. It's about how. Man, this is amazing. I love it because I've realized this. Uh, when you in your head, you feel so high and mighty that we think we can sort of predict what's going to next. That's what assumptions is basically, right? And, you know, like when you're going to a job interview and you're not very keen about that place, you just go there half-heartedly, half-assing that interview. And then you made already made an assumption that this is not going to work out or be it at an interview or going on a date with someone or going to see someone, you know, whatever those opportunities come along your way, you feel that you're so high and mighty that this is, I'm better than this, but I think you're right and you shouldn't do that. We should check. Mm. We should at least go with the zero state of mind blank and be like, okay, this could be the next best thing in my life. Or the other option is make your assumption, but check on it. Oh, make yeah. it a fact. Mm. So double check. True. Hey, when I yeah. go there and uh, ah, I didn't actually like the job or think about it and the guy said something in the interview that I didn't like and mm. oh, he obviously yeah. doesn't like me. Mm. No, that's why you're right. We think ahead and we think yeah. of all these We think we things. can predict future. And yeah. We're like, yeah, I know oh, this is blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, going on a date with someone is like, ah, oh, it's never going to work out. Yeah. Or this might work out. And you're just like, oh, this is going to be the best date of my life. And it doesn't work out. And then you feel disappointed. So, again, assumptions, that's that's such an interesting Or the person thing. doesn't call you back anything else stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. In the meantime, there's a reason they lost you. Yeah. Exactly. You could have had it. That could have been your wife or your husband. Yeah. <laughs> or your partner. Yeah. And I think I do get caught up in all of that, that you made presumptions and you think that, oh, you're right. And then you never check on that, whatever it is. And then you lose such a big thing that, you, that could have actually happened and never goes. Test it on your family next time. Test it on my family. Mm. Yeah. Because the family is the the biggest area of assumptions and that's why they have so many arguments mm. in the family oh mum left this for you oh you done this oh i done this and why did you do this you know the selfishness and all that just check hey i know this you asked about this when you know it's mine oh i didn't actually know it was yours mm. you know just do that double check and i don't know i think it'll help us in life mm. it'll help us connect differently and not just be angry at people you know, and just think the worst of people or when your face doesn't look right and think that they... Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think I've seen families do that. They think that this person is having this uh, different facial expression. And now they assume that this person is like that. And then it could be a completely different thing. Mm. And then there's an argument that comes up, which is not justified on both parts. And, Correct. you know, and I think there should be double check on both sides as well. Like yeah. that person should double check and that person. Should Remember, also. we can't. Um, force other people to do certain stuff mm. but we can learn ourselves and we can do mm. stuff ourselves because if you ask them they mm. might have said no i don't actually like you mm. and that's why they didn't greet you mm. we've checked it we can move on and uh, now now you have closure yeah. now you're 100 yeah there's closure sure. yeah exactly. i think we're just so quick to burn just bridges assume. because we've, yeah. we've got so yeah. much going on in all our lives it's yeah. just easier to burn that bridge than actually take the time to check in and take the time to think that some people are actually good. Yeah. Mm. Most people are good. Mm. There's a lot of bad people out there, but there's a lot of people that's good. So I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. If it's a five-minute call or five-minute check-in, that's fine. Give them the benefit yeah. of that. If you then find out hey, it's a fact that person is not so nice, yeah, that's different. Then you move on. Yeah. And you go find your... But as Harman said, at least you have closure then. Yeah. And you actually know for sure yeah. where you stand. And I think something sometimes ego also interferes that you text your friend and you're like, oh, he didn't reply back to me. And you're like, oh, fuck, fuck him. And we're never going to contact him again. He could be the next best friend you have or, you know, he could mm. be the yeah. one friend in your when you had a tough time. But it's just, again, that double check. Yeah. And, you know, I think I'm going to do that. For I, like gonna, the, I like that. I like that. I man. like that. It's very yeah. good. Let's look for something. Yeah, like, let's look for something. Else. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about being creative. Mm, yeah. Being <laughs> being creative, creative wanting yes. to do stuff. So you guys are trying to do something. Mm. Um, while doing it, you need to start think outside of the square as well, because there is enjoyment in it. Mm. You're learning a lot. We're not talking about money, but you need to be able to support this as well. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, everything requires finance in some mm -hmm. form. So when you look at your life, the same. Tell them when you do stuff, you need to think around all of the aspects of it. Mm. So in your case, um, yep, I would love this and it's really working well. How can I get more people involved? Mm. How can I get more people listening? How can I support financially to keep this place going? So what do I need to change to get there? So this is working really well. People mm. are talking really freely. That's good. Okay. Can it be a business? Of course it can be a business. Mm. How do I get it to a business? How do I get it to a successful business? Mm. So those are the stuff you need to start putting out in the universe, thinking about and doing some plans around it. Mm. So podcast, short podcast for ads for somebody. Mm. So now you're getting used to it. You're getting used to the flow. You're getting used to the right questions. Mm. You're getting used to getting people to open up. Mm. So how do you make that into something a little bit different? Well, you can have this, mm. but you can target for finance as well but to support this. You need some mm. money coming in. Mm. Bigger picture. Yep. Mm. So those are just I'm just throwing some ideas at you yeah. guys. So just think ahead. Mm. Some good ads, some good podcast ads. Some if someone got a show going, mm. one of the comedians got a show going, just say ten minute podcast. Yeah. Not ten minutes, sorry. Half a minute podcast. Mm. Focus on that as an ad. Mm. Yeah. Give a minute or two just to promote them, yeah. promote their product, promote the person, or promote their services, whatever. I think it is. that really is the next sort of big thing that we, we sort of have to think about. Even Harman said last week we have to sort of think about um, taking a so yeah. Taking a next step, like, okay, I think 
this is not a race. <clears throat> it's a marathon. Mm. Yes. Not a marathon. I'm going to say this is like a holy walk for a very long time. Yeah. And I said this to Dan uh, initially. I said, if you want to go fast, you go by yourself. If you want to go, if you want to go far, you go together. Mm. So um, I think you're right. We do need to make changes. But the first initial 10, 20 episodes were us stumbling upon to realize that, okay, well, Nietzsche said this, Clinton, he said, a man who has a why can bear anyhow, right? Mm. So we need to figure out our why first. And why, why am I doing this? Why do I take, you know, all these hours of my life coming here and asking? So I need to, we need to figure out our whys first. And then once we've done that, then we're like, okay, this is, we're going to do this for a long time. Mm. And let's make sure that if it takes two years, we make sure that we spend a lot of time effort effectively it's not about i think if you don't plan things i and if you tend to leave loose ends then you lose more time and even if it's gonna take two years okay it's gonna take two years and <coughs> essentially mm. take two years and mm. walk slow and take that slow walk of two years mm. so there's a lot more skill to learn i still I do i do fumble a lot as well and i do sometimes waver off of a point and i think there's so much skill to learn eventually. I, I think what i've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks is saturating ourselves with as many of these podcasts as possible mm. so we can get better at it and the more we do it the better we'll get at it as well i think there's that sort of point at least with me i want to just do this as as often as we can mm. so we can get better and so we can have a bit more of a clear picture of who we are as podcasters yeah yeah. So I might ask you something in a little bit different. Yeah. How about setting an aim? Don't figure on two years, but just say, I've got a goal mm. to make this a business. Yeah. Mm. How do I need to do that? Yeah. Oh, I need to maybe focus on A, B, and C. But that's the first step. Mm. How do I do this to get make it a business? And if I know you've got ideas, I can see it in your faces. Mm. Yeah. You again, you're scared. Yeah. You feel I need two years worth of experience to get to that. You're there already. Mm. Mm. Talking is Look how easy you talk. Look how easy you get stuff yeah. out of people. So if you stumble a bit, that's fine. Mm. Life sometimes is stumble. Mm. But look at where you need to be, and then slowly you can move towards that direction. I've I've told Harmon this. It, if one episode goes horribly wrong, just think about the next one. Just think about just think about the next next week. Think about the next episode. You can improve on yourself all the time yeah. so the companies that, that run they don't make mistakes they don't stumble mm. look at any company you look at any any mm. business you look at they stumble so many times uh, yeah i think i expect a lot from myself and like if i think of myself too too high and mighty that i think i accuse myself of like no i think i'm good at this and i i know i'm mm. good at this and i i think i there was a there was a podcast i did with the this uh, educator we had on and i don't think i was prepared enough and i didn't regret that i fumbled and uh, that podcast didn't go didn't go well i was disappointed in the effort that mm. i put into the podcast I was, I'm never, yeah. uh, you know, disappointed in the guest that mm. he didn't give me much. No. It's my job to bring out the information and, you know, just open and tap yeah. into their mind. And I, I am, I have done that and I'm able to do that, but 
I was just disappointed in the hmm. effort I actually put into that podcast. But and well, after man. that, and I think I needed that too, you know, just, just th- give me a kick hmm. on the bum. I, I, I think even if a podcast does go horribly wrong, yeah. you ha- have to say to yourself at the end, at least I put the effort in. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out, but at least I made the effort to yeah. to give it a go. And, I was and just, yeah. what could I learn from it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. What, well, you can learn, learn from your mistakes. It? Yeah. Okay, so I asked the wrong question and I cut off the conversation. Mm. Mm. I need to be sensitive about who I'm talking to. Mm. So yes, my homework is important. But mm. sometimes we can ask the wrong question and someone's going to shut down. Yeah. I, well, I don't can even, I bring them yeah. back? Can I bring them back? Yeah. If I can't, hey, I'm going to give it a show. But my next, my next one, I'm, I'm sure as hell not going to be better. Yeah. 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 You're constantly learning. Yep. And yeah, I think, don't think it. Think, don't think of it as a mistake or a fumble. Think of it as learning. Hmm. And you're good enough. Just remember okay. that yeah. you're good enough. Yeah, you've got enough experience. You, I listened to some of it. You're asking the right questions. We should mention as well. This is our twentieth episode that we've done. Excellent. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. 20, so you, you're, you're, you're number twenty. Yeah. I feel <laughs> privileged. <laughs> and as Quentin said, being creative is very important. I think it's not not just as doing something creative. I think being creative or thinking creatively is very important. And if I realize that, if I take the pressure off myself. If I don't have the pressure to perform, I, I I think I should. But if I take the pressure to perform and be someone and be asked good questions, I think I'm much better at mm-hmm. that. And I realized that pattern is like if I don't, if I'm like free and I've got the room under control, mm-hmm. and if I can talk to the guest, I think I tend to ask much better questions than I do when I'm on certain bit of pressure. Sometimes just listening is the best thing. Mm-hmm. So you listen to the yeah. answer. Yeah. And as they say, A, B, and C, mm. oh, C is interesting. Let me focus mm-hmm. on C. Mm-hmm. Or you might say B is interesting, so mm. I'll focus on B. Yeah. So it's just it's just a give and take. But if you listen, yeah. you'll hear much more. Mm. Well, there might be something that someone brings to the table that you didn't even think of, like notes, for instance. Correct. Yeah. That's actually very deep what he just said. Yeah. We'll pass with very quickly. Quentin said that. If you listen, then you hear more. Mm. Yeah, that's very yeah. deep, man. Yeah, we're so quick to jump to the conclusion, jump to the next yeah. question, jump to the yeah. thinking about ahead. Let's just when they say be in the moment, listen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what what else have you got on your notebook, man? I'm I'm <laughs> loving this. It's very good. I think I've I think I've got a lot of it covered. And I I'm a strong believer in throwing stuff out to the universe mm-hmm. and the universe comes back to mm-hmm. you in some form. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what you expect, not necessarily what you want, but sometimes it's just my wife and I got a saying, we say trust in life, yeah. but I'm taking it to the next level. So what we mean by trust in life is we go on our journey, we make decisions, we make plans, mm. we try to look ahead, we try to look behind, we try to look around us. But when we make those decisions, we trust that life will give us the best mm. because we believe we're good people. Mm. And we believe in karma, mm-hmm. that if you're good in some way, life will, the journeys will be a bit different. Mm. I'll take it to the next level and say, trust in God if you're spiritual. Mm. And when you do have that trust, it means that you're much more carefree about the decisions you make. So if I trust in life and I, my job, for example, mm. I thought about it. At the time, I didn't maybe want to make that move. But I trust that life's journey is going to give me what I deserve. Mm. Mm. I've been a good person in many ways. I'm not a bad person. So I believe karma will in some way reflect 
good on it. Mm. If that decision happens to be a decision that takes me on a different path, that's okay. So when I look at life, I say, I trust in life and I'm going to take that plunge. Mm. Whatever the, I've made that decision and I'm moving on. Mm. Whatever outcome, I'm going to have to deal with it. And I believe life will give me what I can handle. Mm. If it happens to be something that I can't handle, that's my journey in life. So that's, I'm really, really a strong believer in that trust in life. Because mm. if we can, we won't worry so much. We won't stress so much about some of the decisions we make, some mm. of the stuff that our kids are doing. So I'll give you a really good example. When my son was 17, he had a false ID, was going to a club. And my wife and I actually, we knew which club he was going to. He didn't know, but we parked around the corner and we watched them. <laughs> yeah. And in my head, I was just thinking, actually, I trust, in that case, I said, I trust in God. Mm. And I, so I trust in life. And whatever journey he's going to be on, that's his journey. Mm. I can't worry too much about his decisions because I'm not going to be there. When he makes a decision to jump in the car with some drunkard, I'm not going to be there. Mm. I could have given him all the guidance in the world. I could have told yeah. him why you shouldn't do stuff like that. But when he, he makes that decision, mm. that's his decision. It's not gonna, your decision, yeah. not you weren't there. So if we worry too much about what our kids are doing and what they're not doing, we're going to eat ourselves up. Sometimes and them. Trust them. And exactly. them as well. And it, you hassle them about you want to oh. know everything yeah. about it. And it burdens them and then they don't. Like, well, they've already sort of made up their mind anyway. They were going to make this, the decision whether, whether you liked it or not. Correct. Yeah. And Neil deGrasse Tyson said this. He said, um, uh, this is like imagine if there's a little kid and he comes in your house and he breaks a glass and then you shout at him, you yell at him and you stop him from it. He, he said, Neil said that, what that kid did was an experiment in his life. That was his mm. first initial experiment in his life and he stopped him. Now the yeah. next time he wants to take a take a risk and take another step yeah. to do an experiment, he's going to be afraid. Yeah. And I think that's, that's good parenting right there. But I wanted to ask you this, that you said about your wife, how has having a good partner in your life helped you to get to where you are? I think that's a really good question mm. Thank you. and it's extremely important to mm. have the right partner mm. or support mm. or if you're on your own, you can still have that support. Mm. So in my case, my wife's extremely creative. Mm. She keeps me grounded. Yeah. Mm. So I can have big ideas, flamboyant ideas. Mm -hmm. I'm hasty. I could do a hundred different things, mm -hmm. but she centers me. Mm -hmm. bring, in case we might have some arguments about the fact yeah. that she centers me, but some of us need the partners to compliment us. Yeah. Sometimes let's assume she was like me. We'd be off on this journey that you of nonstop with both of us having heart attacks at some stage. <laughs> at least with her, she makes me think about the other side of the story. Yeah. She has a different way of looking at a camera. Mm. If I look at a camera, I just think of a picture. Yeah. When yeah. she looks at the camera, she's thinking, who's going to see the picture? Where's it going to go? Mm. What's the consequence of the mm. wrong person seeing yeah. the picture that you've just taken? Yeah, right. yeah. Where I'm just straightforward. Oh, yeah, that's just the picture. Yeah. So when you add that to your own skills and you can talk about it, mm. it just creates a totally different dynamic. Mm. It could be positive, it could be negative. In my case, it's mostly positive. It's mm. <laughs> not always negative, <laughs> not always positive. <laughs> but just to have that, that support, um, that mm. communication with someone who can give a different view, who's prepared to challenge you, mm. makes a big difference mm. in my life. 
does the bond with a partner grow even deeper when you have children? I think it's very different. Mm. But this is only from my experience. I'm married 40 years. <coughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got two kids, yeah. four grandkids. Wow. wow you're a granddad. Man. Yeah. Did not realize that. Unrealized. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're so great. When you're a parent, you're so focused in bringing up your kids, mm-hmm. trying to bring them up the right way, trying to bring, no, make sure that they're covered and they're mm-hmm. centered and this. So your relationship is a certain way before that. Mm-hmm. With the kids, it's again different. Yeah. Your time is not your time. Yeah. Your time is your kids' time, your yeah. family's time. Yeah. The only time things change after that is when the kids leave home. The emptiness right. syndrome. That's mm-hmm. where it comes into. And that's when you look at yourselves differently again. Your love grows all the way through. Mm-hmm. The challenges are different. And the challenges test your love all the way through. The way the kids behave, the way you react to their behaviors. Everything as a bite into your relationship. Mm-hmm. Strong relationships go through a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Kids bring a hell of a lot of disharmony to your life sometimes. Because when they're teenagers, a lot of them are shits. Mm. But no, they, <laughs> they just create so yeah. much hassles for you. Mm. But strong relationships can actually make you look at life differently. It makes you grow. Mm. And you've got someone to share those moments with. The bad, the good, the ugly, mm. the beautiful the wonderful, I mean, grandkids kids come along, it's again a totally different story. Yeah. You're not the one looking after them and making mm. the decisions for them. You're just the one enjoying them and giving them the chocolates. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's unreal. Yeah. It's so, so different. But yes, your your love do grow. But in today's world though, again, money impacts us again in a big way. Mm. There's so much, especially younger couples, there's so much pressure on people to get a new house, new mm-hmm. car new furniture with a new house. They see on TV and all these people have got this fantastic jobs with paying $500,000 a year. Mm. And automatically they're at that level. They want, I want that. Mm. My parents have worked 40 years to earn 100000 but I want to start off at 200000 Yeah, mm. You know, just that money, TV and that has just taken us to a different level. Mm. And we have a lot of, I think there's 50% divorce rates in a lot of countries. Mm. And in Australia, I'm not too sure, maybe 40% who knows. But why? Mm. Is it sacrifices? And I don't think it's about love. I mm. think we all, when we get married or we have partners, we do love each other. Mm. And we can go in different ways, but it's how we maybe deal with life. And again, we come back to one title that I think is amazing, the game of life. Mm. How are we playing the game of life on our own? Mm. And how are we playing this game of life together? Mm. And that's where the deep love, the deep respect comes in. Mm. Yep, we lose it along the way many, many times. But just come back to your game plan. And again, we're coming back to the same thing in the beginning. Mm. If you do have some goals and you're setting some goals together, these all link in. Mm. So mm. when you're at that stage when you're not sure about each other yeah, and you look at what you've achieved together, mm. what you've put down as goals, what you wanted, yeah. aspirations for your kids and it's all happening, mm. just imagine that warm feeling between you. Mm. But again, it comes down to exactly the same thing. From a child, the gardens we get, what we look at, mm. right up to the end. Mm. It's about opening up our minds, having, hopefully having someone really nice give us some really good gardens in some mm. form. Mm. Okay, yeah. well, how about this? <laughs> now, since we've talked about that, I think given that we're at 8 billion, people would not have the 
well, some people have, would have great parenting and some people would have no parents at all. And, you know, there'll be people in very different situations. And let's let's take a let's take a 23 or to 23, 25 year old kid. And, you know, he's got a decent job. Well, he's got a job he's not happy with, you know, has not much uh, education or whatever it is in a situation now. What things that he needs to make, what goals that he needs to set in future for him and his potential family to be financially set up in coming future? Because I believe that 25 to 35 is that age when a man takes so much responsibilities because <laughs> then you forget thinking about yourself. You're mm. just thinking about your family, your friends, your, your parents, and, you know, all the other things. We're coming down to the same thing. Yeah. We have to start educating ourselves to set some goals for ourselves, to look in, look at a vision in front of us. Mm. If, for example, I know I'm going to live to around about 87, according to statistics, can I'm in 60 now, can I plan in for the next 20 years? Mm. It's about looking ahead. Mm. If that person is comfortable where they are, so they work every day, they're not happy but they're earning money, they're supporting their family, mm. that's fine. Mm. If that person wants to make a difference in their life, that's about <coughs> want to make a difference, then it's really about writing stuff down, mm. just documenting what do you want, what am I looking for? Mm. Is it money? Is it to make my family happy? Is it to make my mum's life a bit easier. Once they start doing that, you can create a plan around what you want. So can we can we explore the premise of being financially stable and what steps would one take to get there? Because I believe that even if you're if if you have problems, which I think pain and problems are inevitable in life, they're going to come either way. Mm. And I think if you are financially stable, it's still a better deal than being not financially stable and still having all those problems, right? Agree. First thing I would do is look at my expenses. Mm. If I'm earning A, but my output is much more than A, mm. I'm in trouble. Of course. So that's the first thing I'd look at. We're talking about finances now. Mm. So we won't focus on emotions and all that, just on mm. the finances. So the first thing is look at my expenses. Mm. Can I increase? So... I need to cut it back so that my expenses are always less than what I'm mm -hmm. earning. Mm -hmm. If you can do that, that means you can save a little bit. Mm. Every little bit that you, that you save will make a difference. But mm. I have to start somewhere. Yeah. So if I start with a dollar a day, a dollar a week, mm. $10 a month, that's $10 that I'm going to save and not touch. Mm. And that will build up. Then on that same premise, I look at can I increase my income? Mm. Because now my expenses are more or less under control. Mm -hmm. I'm in a job that I don't really like that much, but I'm working at the moment. Mm. So now how do I increase my income? Can I get a side gig? Can I work part-time? Mm. Can I find a better job? Can I do some education? But what am I going to do with that extra income is the mm. most important thing. Because mm. wow. I'm just going to blow that extra money mm. on something. Yeah. Or am I going to actually use it wisely? Am I going to save a bit more? And what am I saving for? Yeah. What are you saving? Exactly. Or, or what, what can I do without each week is a, is a good place to start as well. Make a list of your expenses mm. and think to yourself, what 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 one of these things can I do without or spend less on each mm. each week? And again, it comes down to, yeah. what I mentioned in the beginning, what do you want out of it? If mm. your aim is to buy a bicycle and the bicycle costs $1,000, mm. how am I going to get to that $1,000? Mm. So I look at all these expenses, look at all these things, 
and I compromise mm, and yeah. I forget about the coffee every day. I'm going to put instead of $1 away a day, I'm going to put $5 the first week. The second week I'm going to put $10 away. But the next week I know I can't afford to do it because I've got a lot of bills. Mm. But I'm still going to put a dollar away because I've made a commitment to put $1 away. Mm. Before I know it, my $1,000, my $500 is there. Now my mind's different. Wow, I've got 500 in the bank. Next week I'm going to put 20 away for the week mm. or 30 away. And I'm not going to have that extra sandwich that I always buy yeah. at Subway. Mm. Yeah. And now I've got 600. Just see the mindset, the difference in the mindset. So it might be the bicycle, it might be a house, it might be whatever you set yourself. It could you be need to set a goal. But mm. you have to have a plan. You have to have mm. a goal of some form. Because if you don't have a goal you, and you go with the flow, when you see something you like, you're going to spend. Yes. Mm. When, you, when you don't have the money and your credit card mm. is there, you're going to use your use credit card credit. inappropriately. Yeah. When yeah. you see some clothes, designer clothes that you really don't need and it costs $8,000 for a bag, and you've saved up $5,000 but you've got no reason for what the savings for, mm. I'm going to buy that bag. Mm. But if you've got that goal or you've got some kind of direction, mm. it makes a hell of a difference. difference. But you have to believe that saving is important mm. and I must only spend what I can afford to spend. Would you agree or disagree? Uh, Elon Musk said this. He said... <laughs> Making ten thousand dollars is much easier than saving ten thousand dollars. Correct. Easier? Mm-hmm. Well, sorry. Do you agree? I completely agree. Because mm-hmm. if I'm working, I can make ten thousand dollars easily yeah. in a year. Yeah. yeah. But of that, what am I gonna blow? What am yeah. I gonna save? What am I gonna owe? Yeah. See, I learned none of this sort of stuff in high school, which I know you've mentioned before that you you. I'm very passionate you're, about. You're, it. you're very annoyed that people, uh, the kids these days, don't get educated. In finances in high school, yeah. Right now, would you let's let's define financial freedom because it's a very vague term. What is financial? Like, do you want to just sit on Mexican beach and just drink margaritas? Because after two weeks of doing that, you're gonna be hungover and you won't have anything to do. That's not Mm. financial freedom, Mm. right? So let's (laughs) let's link in financial freedom with happiness. Yeah. Mm. So financial freedom to me is I can afford to do what I want to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what I need to do because what we need and what we want is very different. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. So I can afford to do what I want to do. If my aim excuse me, is to have a holiday every year mm-hmm. and go to Mexico and sit on the beach for six months of a year, mm-hmm. what do I need to do to achieve that? Mm. Yes. So I need, if it's in Thailand, I need 250,000 bulk. Mm. And my pension will cover me. Mm-hmm. Here's a good example. So it always depends on what you want out of it. Yes. It always comes down to the same thing. Am I doing this what, for the right reason? Yeah. Yeah. If you know what I want to do, yeah. and this is the reason I want to do it, then my financial freedom will be to achieve that. Mm. And this is why you need goals because while you're in the journey of living your life every day on your phones or on yeah. the TV, you see something that distracts you. And then you start chasing that. It's like, mm. oh, a brand new, you know, car. And it's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do that. I've and got to have the shiny thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And yeah. that's why you need a goal. But if you have a goal and if you had a direction that you're walking in, I don't think you would still be distracted. Mm-hmm. But there's a less likely chance to you that you would be distracted. And again, you know, if you have something to see, like, okay, a new car, because I have a shit car right now, a new car in the next two years, like I'm going to start walking to that. And yeah, you're right, man. That's why you need And goals. we need distractions in our life as well. But that doesn't take us off the path we want to be on. Mm-hmm. It might detour it, might take it around a, a different bend, it might go over the obstacle instead of around the obstacle. Mm-hmm. So when we see that smart car, in this time in my life, I'm having a bad time, I feel like a new car. I can't afford it because I've saved money mm-hmm. since I was mm-hmm. a young man. I've got enough set aside. I'm aiming for my house, but I can afford this distraction and I'm going to take that Tesla. And I'm going to take that chunk out of my... But you've made a decision based on your planning, mm. where you want to be, where you see yourself. You know, if we link it all in and think about it, we can we can have a lot of distractions. Mm. And we can enjoy those distractions, but we've done it for the right reason. Yeah, We've thought about it, and we've thought about spending $1,000 on the bag. Yeah, Because, because I can't afford yeah. it. I put this up, I need some... I need to some... Not satisfaction, I need to... Um, what's the word? Not congratulate myself, but... Spoil yourself a little, yeah. a little bit. You need that. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly. one. Life. You need that every you now. Hold. You need that every now and again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I did that. I sacrifice. Yeah. This is what I'm sacrificing. I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yep. Yes. In this day and age, let's say someone wants to get to a better financial health, would you like? It's a weight question as well, but would someone start a job? and grow into a company or would someone start their own business and then grow their business? And if someone starts a business, what businesses do you think are worth starting on right now? Like, I think there's a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. We have artificial intelligence happening. Mm-hmm. This is a totally new world. Yes. There's, mm-hmm. We don't know what we don't know. There's so mm-hmm. many opportunities. Mm-hmm. These things can tell you anything. Mm-hmm. You can ask it. What kind of business am I in? This is my background. It will tell you. Mm. So I think there's a hell of a lot of opportunities in all aspects. Again, it comes down to when you start your own business, it is hard. There's a lot of challenges. You need money. You need all different stuff. If you've already got a family business, it's easy. Mm. Because there's a setup, you understand it. You're inheriting something. Correct. Yeah. If you're really passionate about a business, this is my belief. And you don't have the finances, you don't have in one lot or something. Mm-hmm. Get a job. Can be in the industry, can be in anything. Try to get into the mm-hmm. industry that you like. If you can, do it as a side gig and start off on it. Mm-hmm. And then once the side gig becomes your main gig, mm-hmm. that's when you can move over into the path that you really feel you want to be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you've got some choices and you've got some money. Unfortunately, money is important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. So so that way, if you just want to take the plunge in IT, if you got if you're creative and you can and maybe create a cake or something that's different, yeah, do it. I think just take the plunge. If you can do it with the internet, you can do it as a side job. Mm. I think you can create a market without being there all the time and still working. Mm. If you can get support from your parents or some other kind of sponsorship, that's, that's even best. better. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. Um, in this day and age, how focused do you think people should be on degrees? Not education. That's way different. Education yeah. for me is way different. You mm. could just pick up five best books and still learn more than people would in a degree. Mm. So this is an interesting one. Yeah. So 
I've done my social diploma, I've done engineering, I've done a few mm. other stuff. So a lot of people I managed all had degrees. I always went to school, but I only picked topics and subjects that, that would help me in my career. Mm. So mm. I've done a bit of law, mm. I've done a bit of finances. I never finished degrees in them. I just learned what I believed I needed to get me through that particular path. Mm -hmm. However, we're in a difficult, worldly situation. And I think kids do need, if they can, maybe go that next level. Because mm. sometimes when you're at uni, you might learn something different. You might start seeing a different path. If you have that opportunity and you can afford to, I think, do it. Mm. If you, however, feel it's not worth it for you and you're wasting your time, then find something else. Mm. And then you have different kids who's mechanically really good. Yes. They've got a really good aptitude. Yeah. They need to think differently. If mm. their parents are forcing them to go to school, their maths might not be good, their comprehension yeah. might not be good. Mm. We're wasting their life's journey. Mm. So it's about understanding who you are. Who you actually or are. Or your kids are. Mm. Talking to them about what's your strength and, and not let laziness kick in because it's easy for me to say, I'm going to do an arts degree. Yeah. Because it's, oh, that's the easiest. I haven't thought about anything. Mm. Yeah. And that's a waste fine. of time then. Yeah. If you, if you want to go down a different path, but if you want to be creative and go down a particular path and do politics for a reason, mm. excellent, yeah. do it. How so you need, to know the, you need to know who the person is that's making that decision to be able to help them a bit more. Did your kids had a easy or a hard time choosing what they wanted to do? My one wanted to be a plumber mm. from a young age because he thought there was a lot of money in plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. The other one... Went to uni, wasted his time for the first. He was really good at it. Mm. He never attended a lot of the classes. Yeah. And then he went out and found himself in finance in the banks and and he's on a good path at the moment. The plumber done his plumbing, didn't like it, became a refrigerator mechanic, um, um, engineer as well, um, so he had like a double trade mm. and loved it but was looking for something else. Mm, yeah. And he's, he's in the process of finding himself in something that he really wants to do, mm. which is facilities management. Mm. Mm. But he had to, it took him a while to get there. Did you guide your kids through while they were doing this? Or you just was like, I'm just going to just, you know, have a chat with them and not just be like, you need, you, you didn't... Not to force them yeah, into any particular yeah, yeah. position either way. Did you? So that's what yeah. I've done. And I've actually done it with some of my kids' friends as well. Mm. And the other day, my son said, oh, um, Ben said, thank you. You were really a good influence in my life from young. Mm. And you think back and say, okay, I must have made a difference. And my, my kids feel quite proud of me. They, they like my support. They like my wife's support. My wife supports him in a, in a different way again. Um, mm. so, so between us, we, we really do support him in, a, in what we believe a healthy mm. way. And I think I've given them some good guidance, mm. but not... This is what you must do. Yeah, not pushing them to sometimes do a I did. Sometimes I did. I oh, definitely yeah. did. Sometimes I would have forced them. No, you're finishing your school. Yeah. Right. Were, yeah, I got it. There's yeah. reasons for that because yeah. sometimes you will let them go in the wrong, mm. what you feel might be the wrong direction and it's an easy path for them. They will take it. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to put some obstacles in there to make them think about it. Mm -hmm. If they're really genuine about that path, they're going to get there. They will, fin they will finish. But they mustn't just <laughs> yeah. do something because it's easy. Yeah, it's easy for me not to go to school. Mm. I can rather go become an apprentice, mm. even though I've got no aptitude for it. Right. So as a parent, it's so hard. I mean, when do you step in and it's make a hard. difference? Yeah. 
when do you get that guidance to let them make that decision? Yeah. Some people yeah. can make that decision mm-hmm. and some can't. It's very hard. It's very it's tricky because as a parent, it's at hard. the end of the day, but everyone's human being and everyone's you know influenced by emotions, and even your kids are influenced by emotions. So you don't know what to do, when to do. So yeah, maybe one other thing is, as parents, maybe other people coming in and talking to your kids and and letting have different views is maybe a good thing. Yes, it might not be the best thing, but it's good. Maybe your kids will come and say, "Oh, Mama, I now appreciate what you're saying." Because what that guy said is really doesn't make sense. You know, <laughs> yeah, or what that lady said. Yeah. yeah. So we need to just be a little bit flexible, be open, have an open mind. That doesn't mean we take on everything. Mm. Listen and yeah. see more. Yeah. Oh. That's it. <laughs> is, there, is there anything else on the notebook that we haven't explored? Nope. No, it was. We've explored heaps more than. <laughs> Man, this was amazing, Jack Hunton. Yeah, you. I wasn't sure what you guys were going to talk about, and I just thought I'll, I'll I have something just. And in we case. we really appreciate. It. I would have just talked to you about finances, and but I think what you brought to the table was much more deeper than finances. It was much more than we were expecting. expecting I think expecting it to be. <laughs> we just know you're a man who likes to talk with a sunny disposition, and you're always positive, and yeah, you're just a very interesting person to to have on this show as well. Thank you. But okay. uh, thank you for being here, and it was an amazing chat. And uh, if you have nothing to say, I think we should wrap the, wrap this up, man. I'll keep up the good work. All right, thank awesome. you so much for being thank here. Thank you, bye everybody. See ya. Whoa. That's deep. That's oh, deep. Man. Awesome. I love it. <laughs>